0: I'm Haley. And I'm Katie. And you're listening to The Reference Desk, a podcast where two librarians take you down the rabbit hole of the topics that have bewitched us.
1: So adjust the chain on your reading glasses, button up your favorite cardigan, and follow us punk ass book jackies through the stacks to the Reference Desk.
0: Well, hi, Katie. (laughs) Hi, Haley. How are you? I am doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I just moved my whole desk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Ooh. sighs> so, my mom came out for another whirlwind visit. Mm-hmm. She uh um got here yesterday and left this morning. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and she's on her way back to Florida. So. Oh my gosh! Did she drive up from Florida? She did. Well, okay, wow. yeah. So she drove to North Carolina um, to uh, see my grandma and my dad. My dad's staying with my grandma right now. And then she went to go see her dad, who is in Virginia, <laughs> just south of me. And then she came up and saw Finn for a little bit, which was great because he is obsessed with her. He loves his grandma.
1: Aww.
0: Yeah, it's super cute. Oh, that's the best. Yes.
1: Yeah, we're at we're back at my parents' house again. <laughs> um, so we've just been doing lots of stuff with them too. Yeah. Um, we went to the beach today. The beach. Yeah, it was forty Ooh. degrees, <laughs> and we went to the beach. Um, <laughs> yesterday we went uh, for a drive, and Rory like saw the water from the car window. Uh-huh. And she was like, "I want to go to the beach. I want to go to the beach." Aww. And we were like. Okay, we'll go tomorrow, like, thinking she'd forget. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and literally, the first thing she said this morning was, I get to go to the beach today. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we went to the beach and built sandcastles and played in the sand while oh. still wearing our winter coats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> yeah. That's exciting, though.
1: And yeah, it was It was cute yeah and then they had like uh the bowl the local bowling alley put on like a little event in Main Street where they had part of the street blocked off, and they had bowling in the street for the kids,
0: oh my gosh, so fun, yeah, it was
1: cute,
0: oh, I can't Aww. wait to do stuff like that with Finn, yeah yeah, that's fun right now we're just listening to his favorite song over and over and over again, which is. What's his- Baby Shark. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, being a children's librarian who does story time, like it really doesn't bother me that much, the song. I actually don't mind Baby Shark, but like repeatedly over and over again, it's getting a little much. But it is really cute now. He'll um he knows that when we talk to Alexa, that means he gets to listen to his song. Um and he calls it do do do. That's oh. that's his song is do do do. Oh. So now he tries to tell Alexa to play Baby Shark, and he'll say Elsa do 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 do. Oh, that's the cutest! It's, it's real cute.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> and I love that he calls it Elsa.
1: Yes, Elsa. <laughs> Thank goodness he doesn't call it the right thing. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> that,
1: would bad. that will be that will be a problem when that starts happening. <laughs> Well, to secretly change the name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so have you been reading or watching or listening to anything?
0: Yeah. I've been reading um the a book called The Rise and Fall of Charles Lindbergh by Candace Fleming. Um it is a young adult nonfiction, so it was it recently won the Yalsa Excellence in Nonfiction Award. Okay, um, and it's of course for the Jefferson Cup, <laughs> <laughs> but it's actually pretty fascinating so far. And I'm realizing that I knew nothing about Charles Lindbergh other than he was a pilot and his baby got stolen. Yeah, the baby. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> um, but it turns out he's kind of a garbage human. Um, oh, yeah, he was a Nazi sympathizer and uh an unapologetic eugenicist so
1: cool well he yeah. can fly that plane right into the depths of hell then
0: yes exactly um but maybe the worst thing that i found out about him is that even as like a child when he would go to bed he would shake his mother's hand good night what yeah isn't that creepy <laughs>
1: Yeah, I would definitely be a little afraid that my child was then going to come murder me in my bed. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) And then other than reading, I... So I... I'm terrible at math. (laughs) I think we've discussed this before. I I couldn't be a second grade teacher because I couldn't handle the math. Um, But I oddly love, like, statistics and things. Okay. So um, I... Every year, use the Google Sheets reading log uh, from Book Riot. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one? Yeah, yeah. With like, yeah, thousands of charts and graphs, and I'm obsessed. I love it. But then I found another one today <laughs> that um, has this new like uh, book rating system, which I really liked. So I was trying to like merge them together, and literally was taking all day trying to make these. Uh, reading logs work and (laughs) I did not accomplish that task.
1: Oh, send Um, it to Dave. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. He will have it done in like two minutes. Oh my gosh. Okay. he's an Excel wizard. (laughs) So yeah. If you want to send it to me, I can pass it on to him or awesome. um, Afterwards. I'll give you his email in private, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think he wants to be. uh, (laughs)
0: Everyone send your spreadsheets to Dave. (laughs) Um, but the sad thing I did find out while I was doing this today was one of the rating or like one of the tracker things says, like, why did you read this book? And I have read zero books for fun. Oh no. They've all been Jefferson Cup books or like professional development stuff. And I'm oh, in that's sad. <laughs> I've I've enjoyed some of the Jefferson cup books, of course, but yeah. So once this is over, I'm reading nothing but horror and contemporary fiction. Yay. (laughs) That's it. Yes. (laughs) What about you? Have you been reading or watching or doing anything? Um,
1: so honestly, I'm still reading the books that I mentioned last week because (laughs) I've just been busy up here with my family. um, but Rory does have a new favorite book that we grabbed at the library last week, so I thought that I'd mention that. Yes, in case anyone is interested in children's books, I'm sure that I'm sure that you've seen it. Um, so it's Sloth Wasn't Sleepy <laughs> by Kate Messner. <laughs> so cute! It's adorable. Yeah. Uh, it's about a little sloth who's having trouble falling asleep one night because they're thinking about all these worries that they have, like snakes and jaguars. Um, So, the Sloth Mama teaches it how to do all of these different, like, mindfulness practices. Mm-hmm. So, they do deep breathing, and they, like, practice focusing on one soothing sound, and then they practice, like, visualizing shrinking the Sloth's fears and sending them away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's so cute. Um, and also really good for, like, teaching kids some techniques that they can use, not only at bedtime, but really anytime that they're yeah. feeling like anxious or overwhelmed. And I've definitely like caught myself doing it with Rory. Like when I notice that she's upset, I'm like, okay, listen to this or like, okay, uh-huh.
0: we're going to count as we breathe. Yeah. There's like a real focus on um, children's books with mindfulness techniques in it. It's really cool. Yeah. I love it. Yeah.
1: When I was teaching, there was one like super hip family Um, I had their son one year and he, he had some anxiety and he had like a little page in his binder with like different like things he could do Uh, to help him calm down. And he had like, he had like a little like daily mantra that he said to himself every morning when he got to class. And that's awesome. Oh, it was the cutest. It was so cute. Yeah. Yeah. And other than that, um, let's see, I've been watching call the midwife. I've been finally catching up on that. Yeah. Um, I've loved that show for years. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's so good.
0: That is. And then I was starting to like catch up while I was pregnant. I was like, no, I can't do this. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I
1: definitely (laughs) took a break while I was pregnant. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I love that they like they don't shy away from tackling like really tough topics yeah and they just do it so beautifully and compassionately and it's it's just it's really such a beautiful show yeah. even if you're like not super into babies like it's just it's really like human stories yes um so if you're interested in that it's on Netflix and the new seasons air on the
0: BBC Ooh. I yeah I need to catch up for sure Mhm. I'm I'm pretty far behind. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're in like this are they they're in the 60s now, is that right? Or yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, so I love like seeing the fashion change. Yeah. Oh, so fun.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, other than good old Charles Lindbergh, I've just been reading, you know, other books for the award committee I'm on, I promise I'll shut up about it someday. Um, May. May is when I'll shut up about May. it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but since I'm reading, you know, such heavy topics, um, actually, I'm just about to start one about uh, the Japanese internment camps. So um or the concentration camps. Let's call it what they are. Yeah. Um, so, uh, to kind of take a break, I've been watching a lot of TikTok videos. Yes. Do you, do you call them videos? I don't. I'm. I'm so elderly. I don't <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> TikToks. I've been watching TikToks. <laughs> I know. Um. But I stumbled across a user named Selena Spooky Boo. <laughs> uh, so we've talked a bit about her before, and uh, she posts videos of her doing completely outrageous things while sleepwalking yes uh, it is the best um, it really I, is so <laughs> hilarious it is I think my favorite one uh is when she brings out like all of those like bottles and cans of drinks outside and just starts throwing them on her lawn <laughs> and then like a guy starts walking in front of her house and he's just, like staring at her what's <laughs> happening I love it I love it um I don't know if they're fake. They're big they probably aren't fake, but I mean I would say
1: if they're if they're fake, yeah, she's she has like some real confidence to be putting out these videos that are <laughs> a lot of them are just like her standing in her living room farting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like
0: grabbing her boobs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. She grabs them and it's
0: like she's they're so heavy. <laughs> It's so good. So I don't even care if by chance it's fake because I have not laughed so hard in a very, 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 very long time. Yeah. It's fantastic. But I think that uh, I'm finding them particularly amusing because Tom is an avid sleep talker. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Of course he is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I keep a log uh, now of some of the crazy things that he says to me while he's sleep talking. Um, So just some of my favorites. Uh, One time he sat up suddenly in bed and said, uh, food, meat, you know, toppings, like on a blanket. (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) (laughs) On a blanket? (laughs) I don't know what he was dreaming about, but okay. Um, And then uh, one night, our dog Luna sleeps in our bed every night with us, Um, and she jumped off the bed to go downstairs to go get some water. Uh, And when she did that, he Tom jerks up and he's like, "What the fuck was that?" I was like, "That was our our dog, you know, who's literally (laughs) slept on our bed every single night that I've known you." And he's like, no, no, it wasn't. It was a creature, <laughs> which, I mean, I guess he's not wrong. It was a creature.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and
0: then did, does he
1: just go right back to sleep? Oh, yeah. Yep. Just right Okay, back so he's just determined that there's a wild creature <laughs> in your bed, and he's just like, whatever.
0: Eh, deal Haley with it yourself. will take
1: care of that. <laughs>
0: sometimes if I just like keep talking to him, he'll wake up, but usually he just goes right back to sleep. (laughs) But the closest he's ever come to sleep walking, um, was one night he got out of bed and was like attempting to direct traffic in our living room not in our living, in our bedroom. And (laughs) I sat up, I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going to the bathroom. I was like, but you have to get to the bathroom to go to the bathroom. He's like, yeah, the trucks in the way I'm trying to get it to go <laughs> over here. And he's just, I was like, No, 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 there's no trucks in our bedroom. And he got real mad at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good.
1: Oh, <laughs> I mean, the best.
0: He was working a very stressful job on a construction site. And that was like part of his daily routine was to like get these big trucks in and out of the site. So I don't know. It was probably that, but still, it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's why this week I am bewitched with sleepwalking.
1: Oh my gosh! How yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, have you yes. ever sleep sleepwalked? I sleepwalked? have
0: <laughs> not. No, I haven't. My sister has, and she used to. Um, not only did she sleep with her eyes open, which was real creepy. Oh yeah. Yeah. But she <laughs> sleptwalked a couple times. Sleepwalked. I know. What is the past tense? I don't know. I don't know. Um Alexa.
1: <laughs> what is the past <laughs> tense of sleepwalk? Elsa, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> have you? I have not, but the same. My my brother um S- sleepwalked yeah sleepwalked. Sleepwalked. Um, once when he was a kid and he left the house and like walked a few blocks away before my parents found him oh
0: my gosh i which think tom's terrifying. brother did the same thing yeah uh, it's
1: so scary it's real creepy yeah yeah so what do you
0: know about sleepwalking well I'm excited. according to the sleep foundation which is a thing apparently oh god
1: um, i don't want to work there <laughs>
0: So sleepwalking is a behavior disorder that originates during deep sleep, and it results in walking or performing other complex behaviors while still mostly asleep. Um, so sleepwalkers can exhibit behaviors like sitting up in bed and repeating movements. Uh, they can look dazed. A lot of the times their eyes are open, but they don't see the same way. Um, as if they were awake. Um, they may exhibit clumsy or awkward behavior, a.k.a. Yes. Selena Spooky Boo. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, they usually will not respond when spoken to, but if they do, their responses don't make any sense. Um, they may be difficult to wake up, and they may also talk in their sleep or... Uh, urinate in undesirable locations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh boy, that's so, dangerous.
0: Yeah, that's very dangerous.
1: Like sleepwalking would be great if I could like do something productive in my sleep. Right?
0: <laughs> like you, <laughs> you wake up and all your laundry's done. Like, yes. Oh, okay. oh, that's
1: the dream.
0: <laughs> I prepped all
1: my meals for the week.
0: Oh man, my laundry's <laughs>
1: done. The house is clean.
0: Perfect. well Katie unfortunately sleepwalking is most common in children Um, Uh, and (laughs) they are
1: not productive in any way
0: (laughs) not at all Um, it usually disappears by the time children hit puberty and only about 18% of people will sleepwalk at some point in their lives which is a pretty small percentage yeah
1: it is yeah
0: so according to the Cleveland Clinic, I had to, you know, hit up all these medical people because I know nothing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, sleepwalking can run in families and um, it can also be brought on by lack of sleep or extreme fatigue, interrupted or unproductive sleep. And that's usually from like a sleep disorder, like sleep apnea, um, or like if you're sick or have a fever. Oh. Um it can also be caused by certain medications, and then there is actually a study that suggested those who take SSRI's, which are commonly used to treat anxiety and depression, are much more likely to sleepwalk than those who don't.
1: Wow. Well, yeah. I take those, and mm-hmm. I haven't. Yeah. But so far, I
0: have not either. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Sleepwalking can also be caused uh, by going to the bed with a full bladder or by changes in the sleeping environment, like if you're sleeping at a friend's house or in a hotel. Oh, that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Places you don't want to sleepwalk. No, no. Wake up naked outside of your hotel room with no way to get back in. No, thank you.
1: Nope, nope, nope. (laughs) This is why I don't sleep naked. (laughs) I remember my mom always telling me, like, what will you do if there's a fire in the middle of the night? <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. So yeah. That's always been like my thought. Even like nights when it's like super hot and I'm like, oh my god, I just want to take off my clothes, all my clothes off. I have to like lay them out by my bed so I could put them on in like one second.
0: There's if a fire. There put was the a fire. <laughs> Oh gosh, that would be terrible. I mean, for many reasons, but
1: <laughs> yeah, but being stuck outside your house naked is yeah, yeah, that would not be pleasant. No, not at all. Uh doesn't doesn't Selena use like certain foods to like help?
0: Yeah, her yeah. So she says that if she eats chocolate or cheese before bed, then she will sleepwalk. So, that's weird. Yeah, that's so strange. And, like, how did she discover that? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I get stomach aches after eating cheese, like, for (laughs) my entire life. And I'm still like, nope. (laughs) No, there's no connection here.
0: I will continue to eat the cheese. Uh, Yep. (laughs) Well, along with the Sleep Foundation, there's also the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. So take your pick of who to work for, Katie.
1: I mean, the Sleep Foundation sounds like they do a lot more sleep.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But they explain that our sleep time is divided into two categories. So there's the REM sleep and the non-REM sleep or NREM. So REM sleep is short for rapid eye movement, because when you're in that stage, your eyes are moving rapidly. (laughs)
1: That sounds terrifying. Right? (laughs) Yes.
0: So during REM sleep, um, the brain's activity is most similar to when it's awake. And that's why your eyes are freaking out. Um, And that's when we do most of our vivid dreaming. Okay. So, Oddly, though, you would think that's when sleepwalking would happen if you're, like, doing some really vivid dreaming. But right. sleepwalking tends to happen when people are in their deepest sleep. Um, Yeah. So in their non-REM sleep. So normally adults go through sleep cycles. And that's why if you wake up, you know, during the wrong sleep cycle, even if you've slept for a while, you're really groggy and cranky and uh, disoriented. Yes. Um, yeah
1: have you ever used one of those like alarms that's supposed to like monitor your cycles and like wake you up when you're in a lighter cycle
0: yes and i'm gonna talk about one right now Oh (laughs) yay that was an awesome segue Katie. oh my gosh (laughs) mostly because i got some information about sleep stages from it so i wanted to give it a shout (laughs) out but yeah i think the most popular one is called sleep cycle I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's the one that I've yeah. used. Yeah, I've tried it. Um, I think it's worked for the most part, but now I like I have to get up at five AM or else I have zero me time. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to. My kid wakes up real early. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> so I have to get up at 5. But it was a pretty cool app. It you know it monitors your sleep throughout the night, and then it, it determines what stage you are in and what time would be best for you to wake up in. Mm-hmm. Um, have you used one before? Oh Yeah. yeah you just said I, you did. I, I,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've used the sleep cycle one, and I feel like it really does make a difference. Mm-hmm yeah um, but even though I know it makes a difference and I know it's easier to get up mm-hmm. if if my alarm's set for six and at five thirty it's like, no, you're almost awake, just get up. I'm like, no,
0: fuck you, I'm sleeping <laughs> till six. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir, I have more time to sleep, <laughs> yeah uh
1: yeah i I have zero willpower in the mornings, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, i really I really truly do feel like it it makes a difference. It is yeah. easier to wake up.
0: Yeah. That's why when you hit snooze and you like sleep for an extra 30 minutes, you're like, when you wake up.
1: Yes. <sighs> God, I hate the morning. <laughs> oh, I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I went through, I used that for probably like a good, I don't know, six months. And there was, I remember like I would check it every morning to see mm-hmm. what like my sleep looked like. And there was one night where I fell asleep and just stayed in the deepest sleep (laughs) all the way until my alarm went off. And that was the best night. of my life, man. I I think of it often.
0: (laughs) Never getting that again. No, it
1: never, it never (laughs) happened again. It won't ever happen again because now I have a kid, but uh,
0: yeah. (laughs) Oh man. But they um, they have a really nice explanation of the sleep-wake cycle on their website. So they say that the average sleep-wake cycle is five stages of sleep. The first is light sleep. And in this stage, you kind of drift in and out of sleep. Your eyes move slowly. Your muscle activity is slow. And you would be easy to wake up in this stage. Mm-hmm. Um, In the second stage, your body starts to prepare for deep sleep. So... Both your eye movements and your brain waves slow down, your body temperature drops, and your heart rate slows down. Mm. And then in the third stage, you're now in deep sleep. So you have extremely slow brain waves called delta waves. Um, And then in stage four, you're still in real deep sleep and your brain almost exclusively just produces those slow delta waves. There's really no other activity going on. Um, and then you finally reach your fifth stage, which is REM sleep. So REM sleep is always your, your last stage of sleep. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah. So now your, your eyes are closed, but they are moving rapidly from side to side due to intense dream and brain activity. Um So, yeah, so when you dream, it's really, like, the last part of your sleep before you wake up, which is cool.
1: I guess that makes sense because usually when you wake up, you're, like, grasping to remember what you were dreaming about. Yeah.
0: So, again, sleepwalking typically occurs during the deep stages of non-REM sleep. And so this is typically when your waves should be at their slowest. But uh, scientists believe that sleepwalking occurs when two areas of the brain, the region that deals with raw emotion and the region that manages complex motor activity, those regions remain awake while the other areas are still asleep, Um, especially the ones that would kind of otherwise reduce those impulses, (laughs) Oh, okay. They are sleeping. Uh oh. Uh, Yeah. And so that's why uh, people do not remember what they do when they sleep. And it's also why sleepwalking is considered a sleep disorder because your brain is not doing what it's supposed to be doing when you're sleeping. Okay. Yeah. But that makes sense. In, in in the best of times, it's also why you know inhibitions are kind of thrown out the window, and we get some really funny incidents. Um, of people sleepwalking like Selena spooky boo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so while I was researching this episode, I came across, um, one of those like Buzzfeed compilation articles that just has like snippets of like Reddit and all these people. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I spend been like way too much time on the internet reading. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, the scrolling through Instagram link in bio. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So I came across one that was just really funny sleepwalking incidents that people wrote in. Um, So one person said, I woke up late one night with my sheets balled up in my arms and I was repeatedly crashing into my bedroom door. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, I was trying to take the sheets to the laundry room, but couldn't get the door open. (laughs) Okay. You imagine waking up to see someone that doing that. That's so. No,
1: creepy. I would be so mad that I had unmade my bed. <laughs> I had to remake True. it. Making oh your gosh. bed is the worst.
0: I know. I feel. I just made Tom do that. I feel bad. I. I, <laughs> I forgot. I washed the sheets before I left for work this morning, and
1: oh, oops. <laughs> so, so. Uh- <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> yeah, it is the worst. That's the worst part. Um. So, another person was found vacuuming in their underwear, but unfortunately, the vacuum was not plugged in. So
1: close to productivity.
0: (laughs) So close. I'm just picturing in my head, though, that he was like making the vacuum noises himself as he. (laughs) (laughs) So. Um, oh, I like this one. Another person found their brother sleepwalking into the garage, and when he followed him in, the brother was peeing on their dad's car. Oh no! And, and then when he's and when he asked what he was doing, the brother said merry-go-round and walked back into the house without pulling his pants up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god what? oh my god I can totally picture that because my toddler sits on her potty and then gets up and just like waddles away <laughs> with her pants around her ankles <laughs>
0: uh. yeah Finn Finn made a run for it today while I was changing his diaper before I could get the new one on so he was wild and free for a little bit <laughs>
1: Oh, it's cute. It's cute when it's when it's babies, probably not yeah. so much when it's your <laughs> when it's your brother.
0: Yeah. Not cool. <laughs> oh man. So another story, this guy says my roommate once found me standing in front of the fridge with the freezer door open, gnawing on a frozen bagel. And when he asked me what I was doing, I told him to mind his fucking business and go back to Peru. My roommate was not from Peru.
1: <laughs> oh. Wow.
0: What? Okay. Oh, man.
1: Oh, wow.
0: This last one might be my favorite, though. So, says, My girlfriend stopped me early one morning as I was heading out the door. Car keys in one hand, my dog's bed in the other, wearing just a t-shirt and underwear. <laughs> Apparently I was on my way to CVS because our dog told me she needed some snacks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Dog was thinking so close.
1: Yeah. No kidding. Sleepwalking (laughs) is probably just the work of dogs who are (laughs) trying to get things that they want. (laughs) Exactly. When we're sleeping, they just crawl up there and whisper in our ear. Absolutely. Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, people can do some pretty astonishing and complicated things in their sleep. Uh, Unfortunately, some people can even kill in their sleep. Oh, no. (laughs) (sighs) Of course. (laughs) I gave you some lightheartedness first this time, at least.
1: Yes, yes. Okay. It's not traded to the
0: death and murder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there are actually cases of murder in which sleepwalking was used as a defense. And. Oh, I mean, yeah, why not? (laughs) Try it. I don't know. Uh, Don't try
1: it. (laughs) Don't try it. Don't try it. But, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like, it's a. It's a documented thing that it happens. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's hear how
0: terrible these murders okay. are. Well, at least 68 cases have gone to trial with sleepwalking being the defense. And some we were. should all sleep
1: in a <laughs> cage. Oh, my God. You're
0: going murdered in your sleep. Okay. Um, by someone who's sleeping. Uh- <laughs> oh, and some of these people have actually been acquitted with this wow. defense. Um, so the earliest case that I could find was that of 22-year-old Albert Terrell. Um, and according to the Smithsonian Magazine, around 4.30 a.m. on October 27th, 1845, the body of Mrs. Mary Ann Bickford, who was also known as Maria Bickford, age 21, was found in a brothel on Cedar Lane in the Beacon Hill neighborhood in Boston. Uh, She was found on her back. She was still in her nightgown, and she was nearly decapitated from a neck wound measuring six inches long and three inches deep. Oh, my God. Nearly decapitated. Yeah. Nearly. Mm -hmm. What was her name? Uh, Maria... Or Mary Ann Bickford. So so nearly
1: headless Maria.
0: Yes. <laughs> Too oh, bad it wasn't an inn. I know. Oh, poor <laughs> okay. sweet girl. I know it. I know. Um, the room was also clogged with smoke because someone had set fire to the bed. Mm. Um, there was a blood-stained razor found at the foot of the bed. And uh, the victim's hair was singed and her skin was charred. Um, This got real. This like got real into it because it says that part of one of her ear was split open and it was missing her earring. What? Yeah. I don't know. Um, and Albert Terrell, who had been last seen with the victim earlier that night was nowhere to be found. Um, so. Apparently, Albert fled the scene, and he hid with some relatives before fleeing to Canada. And then from there, he had hoped to board a ship to Liverpool, but because of some bad weather, he kept having to change ships, and he ended up sailing to New Orleans, where authorities promptly arrested him.
1: I'm Um, always kind of impressed when I hear about... Like that long ago when authorities yeah. in like a different place pick up a sub a suspect.
0: Seriously, like how did you find out about this?
1: Yeah. Like, good on you, old timey detectives. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so Marianne or Maria had gotten married at 16 oh. and unfortunately she had a child who died in infancy. Mm. Um, and so family friends attempting to lift her spirits took her on a trip to Boston where she immediately fell in love with the city and she pleaded with her husband to move there. Um, when that didn't happen fast enough, she fled to Boston on her own. And since she had essentially left her husband and it was the 1800s, she had no money. Right. Um. So she began working um, at a house of ill repute and you know, moved from brothel to brothel, uh, which is where she eventually met Albert Terrell, um, and they started having a relationship. Uh, Terrell was a young, wealthy father of two who was also married, and they started seeing each other regularly. Um, they would even travel together and change their names to pretend to be a husband and wife couple. Um, Terrell was actually charged with adultery in September of 1845, wow. which, I don't know, you could be charged with adultery, like, it was, I don't know. Um, yeah,
1: back <laughs> then, think back to your Salem witch trials. That's true, that was, like, number two on the list. yeah. yeah. but I'm surprised that it was a man that was charged with
0: it. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he managed to evade police for weeks and his poor wife, she wrote to the prosecutor begging for them to not go through with the trial because she thought he could be reformed. Oh, Oh, (sighs) Bless her heart.
1: Mm Let him go. (laughs) Let him go.
0: Yes. So, um, it, the trial was actually postponed for up to six months. Um, but then they're like, "Okay, dude, you you gotta come to trial." And, um, when he showed up, he just paid his bail and then immediately went back to Marianne at the boarding house. <laughs> um, unfortunately, that is the same boarding house cedar on Cedar Lane where he would murder her. So after he's caught in New Orleans. Uh, Terrell hires Rufus Choate, who was a former U.S. senator and a very high-profile lawyer, to defend him. Um, and the prosecution lays out a strong circumstantial case, but there's really no hard evidence because it's the 1800s. They don't have DNA. Uh, yeah, what, what hard evidence <laughs> what could there be? Um, and also, one of the coroner's physicians even testified that <laughs> – Mary's wound could have been self-inflicted which oh good grief
1: how uh, <laughs> no no uh-uh
0: not no, at you all.
1: don't get like 3 quarters of the way sawing your own head off no
0: <laughs> no <sighs> so and then of course the defense immediately begins by quote, maligning Mary's character and repeating the possibility that she cut her own throat and positing that suicide was almost the natural death of persons of her character. Yeah. Fuck
1: you, history.
0: Exactly. (sighs) Damn.
1: (laughs) Like there were any other options for her.
0: Seriously. (laughs) Goodness. God forbid she didn't want to stick around with the guy who she married when she was 16. Yeah.
1: And she loved Boston. Come on. I just wanted to go to Boston. Well. There were no duck boats to drive back then. (laughs) You you couldn't be a female duck boat driver in the 1800s. It was
0: our only option.
1: Uh, Sadly, it really was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, That or factory work, which it's not, it's just just as bad.
1: No, you were probably way more likely to die doing that. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So being a woman is awesome. (laughs) Oh man. (sighs) All right. So (laughs) (laughs) let's think about how bad it is. Um
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't, don't. We'll be here all night. If you go down that road, I know
0: it's, terrible um so the defense claimed that poor albert Terrell had been an honorable man before he met mary and that she had succeeded in a wonderful manner in ensnaring the prisoner his love for her was passing the love ordinarily borne by men for women she for a long time had held him spellbound by her depraved and lascivious arts witch 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's always the woman's fault. Mm-hmm. So also, um, they need to make up their minds. Like, are they saying that he did kill her because she convinced him to, or that she killed herself? Like, which one?
1: Well, yeah, seems a bit flimsy. Anyway, a lot of like a cover your ass sort of defense. Yeah, she like made if- me do it. Yeah. Well, if you don't believe this one, <laughs> try this one on for size.
0: Yeah. But it's about to get weirder. So um, after that, the defense team brings their next theory, which is by their own admission, quote, peculiar and novel. So that's promising. Right. Yeah. Um, And they say that he did it in his sleep. Um, yeah. A junior attorney stated, uh, well, you know, Alexander the Great penned a battle in his sleep, and even Benjamin Franklin was known to have arose and finished in his sleep a work that he had projected before going to bed. So evidence will be produced to show that it had pleased Almighty God to afflict the prisoner with this species of mental derangement. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my uh, god.
1: It pleased God to make us yes. the sleepwalker who murdered.
0: Oh man. Yep.
1: <laughs> if anything pleases God, it's that. God yes. loves a good sleepwalk murder.
0: Oh man. It's his favorite. It's his Saturday Night TV. Uh, All right. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Terrell's family even testified that he had begun sleepwalking at six years old, and they went on to describe the various things that he had done in his sleep, such as pulling down the curtains, (laughs) smashing windows, um, forcibly grabbing his brother, and also pulling his cousin out of bed and threatening him with a knife.
1: (laughs) And why wasn't this man sleeping in (laughs) chains if all this was true? (laughs) (laughs) seriously
0: oh Oh, goodness boy because he's a man yes yeah he can do it every once um (laughs) so each family member stated that when he was in this condition he spoke in a shrill trembling voice and that's why they knew he was sleepwalking okay (laughs) i know Oh. And they even had a doctor from Harvard Medical School testify that it was conceivable for Terrell to have gotten dressed, killed Mary, and left through the fire escape all while sleepwalking.
1: Mm, nope. Nope. <laughs>
0: nope. <laughs> yeah. So after four days of the trial, the last of which consisted of Choate, Terrell's lawyer, giving a six hour speech. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> uh the jury deliberated for only two hours before returning a verdict of not guilty (sighs) of course yeah yep so worse that was the first that i found we all love the love story we pretty much all have a crush on the hero but what makes the story just so good what about the woman Deconstructing Damsels is a podcast all about romance books and why the heroine rocks. The podcast is available on most podcatchers. It's hosted by me, Jessica Hannon, with the occasional guest, and every episode features a different book and heroine. I'll see you guys Some other murderers were not so lucky. Um, in 1997, Scott falliter who was a divorced Mormon. Divorced? Wait. <laughs> he was a divorced Mormon. <laughs> it's a new sect. It was
1: divorced and devout. He was divorced. <laughs> he was divorced. <laughs> oh my God.
0: I've only taken three sips <laughs> <Whoa>! of cider. <laughs>
1: Three sips in, and you are a divorced Ooh. Mormon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So he was a devout Mormon, mm. um, and he stabbed his wife 44 times with a hunting knife. Wow. That's a lot
1: of stabs.
0: <sighs> yep. He then dragged her into a backyard pool and held her head underwater, Um. A neighbor who witnessed the drowning called the police and Fallader, who had no apparent motive, tried to mount a sleepwalking defense. I he, have definitely
1: seen this on like, yeah. Dateline or something like that. This is
0: so familiar. Yeah. So he said that he had a history of sleepwalking. He was sleep deprived. Um, and he was just completely unconscious at the time of the attack. But. Police found the knife, bloody clothes, boots, gloves, and undergarments that he had stuffed in a Tupperware container and hid in his car. So, yeah, that
1: takes a little a little planning.
0: Yep, yeah. And also between the stabbing and the drowning, apparently the neighbor witnessed him like talking to his dog, telling it to stop barking and like lie down. So, it was, you know, a possible sign of him being conscious.
1: Mm-hmm. obviously um, like if he was hearing the dog barking he right. was aware of, of like some external stimuli
0: right exactly yeah so a judge uh, not a judge a jury found Fowler guilty of first degree murder in 1999 um, so didn't work out for him no. uh, <laughs> Um, But there is one that I remember the most, um, and it actually inspired a movie. Uh, And so when I was about 10, I remember vividly watching a movie at my grandma's house where a man kills his mother-in-law after she attempts to awaken him from sleepwalking. Ooh. Yes. Um, I was terrified by this movie. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I should not have been watching this at 10. Um, But it turns out it was based on a true crime. Ooh. Yeah. So in 1987 – Kenneth James Parks who was a 23 year old man from Toronto with a wife and an infant daughter. Uh, Kenneth was addicted to gambling, uh, specifically on horse races, uh, causing him to suffer severe financial problems. Hmm. So, to get more money for his gambling, he just stole $32,000 from his employer, you know. Yikes. Then, in On an early morning in May. I don't know what date because I didn't write it down. (laughs) (laughs) So So, one fine May morning. May morning in 1987. Uh, Kenneth got out of bed and drove 23 kilometers, which is about 14 miles, um, to his in-laws, Barbara Ann and Dennis Woods in the Toronto suburb of Scarborough. Mm. So (laughs) he grabbed a tire iron from the trunk of his car. He used his own key to enter the house and went to the bedroom Mm -hmm. where Kenneth then choked his father-in-law until he was unconscious. And he beat his mother-in-law with a tire iron and stabbed her repeatedly with a kitchen knife. That seems personal. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. He also stabbed his father-in-law. Um, so Barbara was later found in a room five to six feet away from the bedroom. Mm. So she had been stabbed in the chest, shoulder, and the heart. And she had sustained blunt force injuries to her nose, eye, and skull, which uh, caused a hemorrhage. And that's what um, end up, ended up killing her. Um, oh.
1: Yeah. Um, My mom's going to listen to this episode and be like, oh, I don't know if I want them to move up here. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, I promise Dave doesn't
0: sleepwalk. (laughs) Is Toronto, like, I don't know Canadian geography at all. Is it?
1: Um, I mean, my parents, they don't, yeah, they don't live in Toronto, but they live in northern Michigan.
0: So So, uh, Dennis, though, the the father in law, he was unconscious, but his uh, wounds were less, less severe and he survived the attack. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, apparently after the killing, Kenneth drove himself to the police station. He arrives at 4:45 a.m. He's covered in blood, and he says, quote, I just killed someone with my bare hands. Oh my god, I just killed someone. I've killed two people, my mother and father-in-law, I stabbed and beat them to death. It's all my fault. Wow. Yeah. So, the police said that he seemed distressed. (laughs) I would assume. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yes. So, he's distressed and shaking. Um, And, you know, it seems to be an open and shut case. You know, he was a compulsive gambler. He had recently embezzled money from his own family as well. And from a company and his own family and, uh, police believed, you know, that was the money motive. Mm-hmm. That was the money motive. <laughs> <laughs> the motive was money. <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh, Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Really uh, takes two sips of
1: cider. And I
0: know. Down. That's <laughs> all it takes now. Mm,
1: Have kids. (laughs) Right? It's just the best. Um,
0: But Kenneth and his defense attorney alleged that Kenneth didn't remember the details of the killing. He also didn't appear to be in any pain uh, from a deep cut that reached all the way to one of the tendons in his hand. Hmm. Um, And this could be an example of what is called dissociative analgesia. Um, which is a profound blunting of pain sensation in the absence of painkillers. And it can occur during stages of sleepwalking. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But it could also occur uh, through uh, drug use and states of shock or great distress. So, I mean. (laughs) Ah, okay. You know. Um, but after a careful examination of the case, the experts could find no other explanation of the crime than sleepwalking. Um, Kenneth underwent a series of sleep tests and psychological tests, and his EEG scan showed that Kenneth had some abnormal brain activity during deep sleep, and he had periods of partial awakenings. And so I mean, since there's allegedly no way to fake your own e e g results, <laughs> I just, mm-hmm. uh, Kenneth had appeared, and he also you know appeared to feel no pain when he arrived at the police station. It was determined that he was sleepwalking when he attacked his in laws
1: okay oh <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah, oh man that's that's a tough one, yeah. So, I mean, it could be both. He could have a history of sleepwalking and Mm -hmm. also murdered them, yeah, being fully aware. Right.
0: Oh man, wow, it's real hard. (sighs) Yeah. So, um, Experts uh, for Kenneth's defense uh, say that um, his actions could have resulted from many circumstances converging. So he had had plans to fix his in-laws furnace. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was in his mind. He was also very familiar with the route he would take to drive to their house. And he was restless from anxiety and worried about his upcoming trial. So they think that it, Suddenly occurred to Kenneth in his sleep that he should fix his in laws' furnace, uh, and that he then got up, drove to their house, uh, and was startled um, by his in laws because you know they woke up and said, What are you doing in my house? Um, mm. and that he attacked both of them without knowing what he was doing. Mm. So
1: Oh man. If I, I man, if I had a nickel for every time I'd confuse my mother in law with the furnace. <laughs> 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 oh goodness. Oh. Why are you walking and talking? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Okay, well that's yeah, that's horrifying either way. Either way, that's just that's bad news. Yeah. He either unwittingly murdered his in laws mm. or did it on purpose, both of which are yeah. absolutely horrendous.
0: Yeah, real bad. Oh. And uh in the end, Kenneth walked away a free man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Not not even manslaughter or anything like that. It was just all all wiped away. Yeah. Okay, but uh I mean
1: it seems like you should at least have to like sleep in handcuffs <laughs> or something,
0: right? Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. So uh that's what I know about sleepwalking. Wow.
1: Yeah. Well, that was fun and then <laughs> dark and
0: disturbing. Just like me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh, well i do have some recommendations um okay so that's right Kenneth's story was loosely turned into a movie starring hillary swank called Whoa. the sleepwalker killing um, well,
1: who did
0: she play what I role was his she? wife maybe oh okay so because I'm not 100% sure that this is the one that I saw when I was 10. I feel like there was another one because I feel like the one that I saw was more like Lifetime original movie.
1: Yeah, either. like made for TV. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's so. what it seemed like. Um, but I mean, whatever movie I did watch, it scared me. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe watch The Sleepwalking Killer. I don't know. Um. There is also a book written about the case called The Sleepwalker by June Colwood. Um, And if you would like some nonfiction about um, the science of sleep in general, uh, there's a book called Dreamland Adventures in the Strange Science of Sleep by David Randall. And Randall is a reporter for uh, the Associated Press and – um, in his book, he examines the complex world of sleep and discusses interesting questions as to whether or not women sleep differently than men, and if you killed someone while sleepwalking, would it count as murder? So,
1: ooh, interesting.
0: Yeah, so he kind of mixes the science in with it.
1: Ooh, um, hmm. I would uh, like—I haven't read the book, but I would—I would hazard a guess that men and women do sleep differently. Just, I mean, yeah. I just so. from watching
0: my husband fall
1: asleep with you oh, every night of his life. Gosh,
0: do you think that's a military thing? Ooh, maybe because I Tom mean, does the same thing, literally in seconds.
1: Yeah, that's what Dave said. Is he's he's like I had to teach myself because I right. never knew when I was going to be
0: woken up. Right, hmm. but how do you teach yourself that?
1: Uh, Dave says that he <laughs> he says that he puts everything in boxes. Oh okay. like in his mind, and closes uh-huh. them all, and then he just slows his breathing down and listens to his breathing until he what falls asleep, huh, or as with like if I am like, okay, I'm gonna listen to my breathing, I'm like. <gasps> I'm breathing too fast. <gasps> <I'm> like, <yeah. laughs> for sure. Yeah. Do I always sound like that? Is that normal? Am I healthy? Do I, yeah. do I have some form of rare cancer that's causing me to breathe like that? I'm that not reminds me.
0: For the next three hours. Yes. That <sighs> reminds me. I have to look up rare cancers when I wake <laughs> up tomorrow. And also, oh, yeah, I have to do the laundry. Like it's yes, <laughs> continuous. Oh. Yeah. 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 No, but Tom's the same way. He's like within seconds, he's out. And I, it's infuriating.
1: I really don't want to have to join the military to get a good night's <laughs> sleep.
0: Please. There has to be another way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Dreamland, um, it all, like, his book came about because he started sleepwalking. And so he went to do a sleep study to see um, why he was sleepwalking. And then he wrote Ooh. this book about the science of sleep and all the weird things that people do in their sleep. Um, Ooh, very cool. Yeah. There's another one that I have not read, but I really, really want to read. And it is on another uh, sleepwalking murder. Um, but the title of this book, okay, it's called I Have Struck Mrs. Cochran with a Steak. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, yeah. So, Wait, stake
1: S T A. K E or S T E A K?
0: Those are, Can those are very that different. Someone hitting someone with a giant piece of meat. Oh man. <laughs> it's a so right. cool. Both of them yes. are possible while sleepwalking. Right. Yeah. No, Steak is in like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The subtitle is Sleepwalking, Insanity, and the Trial of Abraham Prescott by Leslie Rounds. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, It sheds light on the history of insanity and sleepwalking pleas in the U.S. justice system. Uh, and um, it does this through the case of Abraham Prescott, who was an 18-year-old farmhand living in Pembroke, New Hampshire, who in 1833 assaulted his employers, Sally and Chauncey Cochran, in the middle of the night with an axe. Ooh, Not a mistake, So I don't get the type. Oh, whatever. Uh, huh. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. So, those are those are my sleepwalking recommendations. And um, stay safe if you sleepwalk. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I I did notice like in in Selena's videos that like her partner is Mm -hmm. like always like watching her like when she's walking, I guess, to make sure that she's safe.
0: Right. Which is a job, man. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Wow.
1: Wow. 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 (laughs)
0: We, I, we kept talking about chaining people while they sleep in this episode. And it reminds me, have you seen the show Prodigal? Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. Pro- what is, Prodigal son. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. Very good.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Yeah. He chains himself that- up when he sleeps. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's an option. It is. I mean,
1: <laughs> if you're a sleepwalker who is worried that they will, confuse their mother-in-law with a furnace that needs to be <laughs> beaten into submission with a tire iron.
0: You All really you need- should
1: <laughs> shackle yourself.
0: Yeah, yes. All you need is, you know, a multi-million dollar New York City apartment and um, some some fancy bed chains. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's real rich on the show. That, that wouldn't be a joke yeah. that everybody understands. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a great show, though. It is. It's really good. Also about a serial killer. So. <laughs> yeah. So if that's if that's your jam, I you mean, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: So wow. That's, that's
0: everything I know about sleepwalking. Yay! Well, thank you for that
1: beautiful journey <laughs> into the land of nod. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. uh yeah. My yeah. my only like weird sleep thing that I have is I get sleep paralysis. Oh, that sounds Which, terrifying. Yeah, it's it's not it's not fun, but I can't I like I can't move, so at least I don't have to worry that I'm going to go kill someone, I guess. No, but then you you can't move and you're awake and uh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not good, but I've read that some people have like hallucinations mm. or or maybe visions or whatever while they while they have sleep paralysis and they like can envision like demons sitting on their chest. <gasps> Oh my gosh. Just terrifying. I've never had
0: yes. that. Um, oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. That would be terrifying. Yeah. ay, yeah. Ay, ay. <sighs> well, Tom's already asleep. So I'll have to see if he does any talking. Oh yes. Uh, please. Tonight. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I, I didn't talk about this in the beginning, but the very first time he slept, what? No, slept talked. Um, uh, after right after we moved in together, he uh, he had been um, home while I was at work, and he was watching or getting caught up on like an entire season of The Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he went to bed before me, and then when I went to bed, he said, "You better watch out." And I was like, "What? For what?" And he goes, "Speed Force. Better watch out. It's gonna get you." <laughs> okay (laughs) (laughs) so that was my uh my my
1: oh my gosh yeah i i'm trying to remember i know you've told me other tom
0: sleep talking stories before yeah i really need to get better about writing them down
1: yeah i want to say there was one like where he fell asleep in front of the tv and he woke up and like was saying something about hot dogs or
0: oh my gosh i don't remember yeah he said oh gosh yeah, he he fell asleep, and I asked him if he was ready for bed, and he said hot dog. <laughs> there was that one. Yeah. Oh goodness. Oh man, hot dogs. That's fun. That's fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Hmm, well, Thank I'm about to go across, I'm about to go get into uh, the top bunk of a bunk bed. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. I'm going to hope that I stay there all night.
0: Yes. Yeah. That would not be a fun place to sleepwalk from.
1: No. No, no, no. Oh no, no. My yeah. my grandma's house has uh has bunk beds in like every room.
0: Um
1: and my dad had a friend stay there once who like forgot he was in a bunk bed in the middle of the night and just stepped out of bed from the oh, top. No. Bunk. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was oh, not no. good. Yeah, he got he got real hurt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, that's not good. No. So oh, yeah, man.
1: sleep sleep safely.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> good night, sleep tight. Don't forget your nightlight. <laughs> Ghosts in the burbs. <laughs> oh man. no, um please uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Pretty please. Yeah. We, we are just having the
1: most fun making yeah. this podcast. For and sure. if, if you're enjoying it at all, please, uh, please tell your friends and your family so we can continue to make it for you. Okay. <laughs> well, alright. Alright. All right. Bye. 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 You've been listening to The Reference Desk.
0: Please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're interested in
1: any of the books we talked about on this episode, you can find them all and more like them at your local library.
0: And if you'd like to purchase a book, please use our affiliate link at bookshop.org slash shop slash The Reference Desk Pod. That's bookshop.org slash shop slash The Reference Desk Pod. All one word.
1: Follow us on Instagram at thereferencedeskpod and check out our website at thereferencedeskpod.com where you can find our show notes, a full list of our sources, and all of our book recommendations.
0: Until next week, we'll see you in the stacks.